Alright guys, we are back with part two. This is very loosely based on part one, but if I don't call it part two, people get all mad and ask me for eternity, where is part two? So we are going to talk about Kyrie today with Doxy. So Doxy, let's jump right in because we already gave you the intro back at the beginning of the technical part one. <laughs> can confirm. Exactly. So Kyrie, we've seen preseason games now. We have a lot more information on him. Um, we've actually seen him in the Celtics offense. What are your impressions? He's the best player in the NBA. That's There's no wild. holes in his game. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, but you know what? Honestly, I think he could be a top five MVP candidate this year. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, really. Because have you, have you seen him? Have, are we watching the same game? Because, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't – just because a lot of the candidates from last year teamed up, <laughs> you know, definitely not going to be Russell Westbrook again. Um, James Harden probably is going to lose some of the momentum that he had because Chris Paul joined his team. Maybe LeBron jumps back into the conversations. Uh, I feel like Steph Curry and Kevin Durant cancel each other out by default. And then there's Kawhi. So I feel like it could be a, a race between Kawhi, LeBron, and, and Kyrie Irving if there's all this, you know, perform to their win projection. You know what? That's actually – it's funny because I've seen a lot about this, the Kyrie MVP thing. And yeah. everyone kind of writes it off. But you're the only one I've seen approach it from that angle, and I think that's a good way to look at it. Because, yeah, yeah like Kyrie's not suddenly better than Westbrook or like Harden. Or, you right. know, any of those guys. But now they're ganged up. They're on the same team, and that's going to take away from their candidacy. That's not as and, strong. And Gordon Hayward isn't the kind of player who's going <laughs> to overshadow Kyrie, even though he's probably better than Kyrie. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean. But based on the. People get mad if you say that, Kyrie's though. Don't say that. People get mad. What? People get mad if you say that. Really? Do people really get. This oh, is people funny. get pretty this mad. It's like the, the trade <laughs> Isaiah Thomas thing for me. Like, I don't. I thought that it was a general thing. Like, like we knew that we weren't going to keep Isaiah. Yeah. But, but you told me that I was in the minority. Yeah, you were. being right. And just for the record, I wanted to trade Isaiah. I was not saying yeah. Doxy was wrong. I was saying he was in the minority. Dude, did you, you see yeah, my mentions? Do you, do, you, do you see my mentions when I mentioned that stuff? Are you stupid? Yeah, it it's like, the overly emotionally invested people. Exactly. No offense. And no I, offense yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. I don't want to just bash because Isaiah was awesome. And I think yeah, if we could have kept him somehow, like if he, he had like a Jay like Crowder deal, like if he's here for the next like three years on five million dollars a year, yeah. <laughs> then he, yeah, sure, keep Isaiah forever because yeah, he's... actually, you know, we should talk about this a little bit because I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting kind of mad about Ooh. all this Isaiah mad? talk. Oh yeah, I'm actually okay. really upset. Okay, all good. Right, so, so let's talk about loyalty for a second, right? So let's, so where was this Isaiah Thomas loyalty when he was recruiting Gordon Hayward? He knew that the Celtics were capped out and that he, we would have to trade one of uh, Avery Bradley, Marcus Smart, or Jay Crowder. Where was mm-hmm. the loyalty then? Where was the loyalty when he was talking about backing up the Brinks truck in every interview? I and I understand that he was asked a question, but you know he didn't he didn't have to address it like that. And, you know, so it seems like he only wants to approach loyalty when it's convenient for him. Like, oh man, you did me dirty because you traded me to the to the best team in the East with the best player in the world. Like, <laughs> come on, man. And 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 the injury thing, like, I I can see why people would think like, okay. The Celtics made him play through the injury to chase the one seed and then in the playoffs and then they made him play after his sister died. Like, no, Isaiah chose to do every single one of those things. And in the Lee Jenkins piece that, that resurfaced all this Isaiah talk that, that dropped yesterday, Isaiah talked about how he chose to keep playing after hitting Carl Anthony Towns um, back in March because the Celtics were chasing the one seed. He chose to play the day after his sister died because he said he felt more alive on the court than he did sitting at yep. home doing nothing. And so I, I think th- I think that was a great like point because I don't like that people are using the sister's death thing against the Celtics. That. Like I think that's a bad thing to do in general. Like Isaiah chose to play, and that's not a, that's like amazing thing for Isaiah. It's an amazing yeah. story. He didn't 
really choose to play for the Celtics per se, I would say that was for himself, you know, as a way of coping, I think. And I think right. that was really, I think it was amazing. That's, That's not a criticism right. at all. It's just, it's not like Danny Ainge was like, oh, you need to play tonight. Like, we have to win this basketball game. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you go back, and this is the thing that really bothers me, nobody's going back and looking at contemporary context. You go back, every single Celtics player, coach, and, mm-hmm. admit, you know, executive said, we he's cool if he doesn't play. Like, we yep. are not encouraging him to play at all. I believe, fact, like, Brad Stevens said, like, all playoffs. Like, whenever. Like, yeah. he could just take as, as much right. time as he needed. <laughs> and and that, I, that was genuine, I think. That was obviously... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't... I believe every single word that comes out of Brad's mouth. Like, that's true. Yeah, everything. Um, so, <laughs> I, I don't get how... And, and mind you, this is funny. I saw... You know, obviously, it was meant to arouse some kind of emotion, but there was a picture... It was a picture... Um, which was a reinforcement of my point. It was a tweet. It was a picture of, you, you know, that famous picture of Avery Bradley consoling Isaiah the, before the game that yep. Sunday. Yep. And and they were and and actually I think it was Coley Mick. Yeah, it was Coley Mick. Yeah. So that I thought that was a great tweet and a great thread that actually made me think about this in the first mm-hmm. place. But like Isaiah talking about how the Celtics did him dirty, he did Avery Bradley dirty, and they're supposed to be brothers. <laughs> he but did do Avery it. Bradley pretty dirty. And, and, and Avery Bradley <laughs> went to the Pistons, bro. Not even the Pistons. Yeah. Right. He's That's doomed. Like, the NBA wasteland. Yeah, he's not even getting good numbers up there. He's just going to be doomed, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like he's and, just going to be doomed. <laughs> I know, and his contract is going to suffer for it. And and what have we heard from Avery Bradley? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. You never can hear is anything it? from Avery Bradley. Yeah, Avery I know, not but I mean, they could like, trade his whole family like, to like a different country and he wouldn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> they could send him overseas to like China or something. Yeah, they could trade him to China for like. <laughs> and he'd be like, let's go Fenerbahce. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. No, but really, like, Avery Bradley's been very. If anything, and what he said, he's like, you know, let's go. We're bringing back the bad boys. You know, I'll support all in. And I'm not saying that NBA players have to be like that because not everybody's like Avery Bradley. But no, it's been two months, and Isaiah keeps coming back to the same thing. I'm never talking to Danny Ainge again. Like, I understand he has the right to be upset, and and you know, honestly, I might be upset in that position too. But at the same time, like, first of all, how did he not see any of this coming? Like, how was it? How did this blindside him? Like, yeah, I don't get how this was so out of the realm of possibility for him. I do want to say, so I want to say, and it's funny because on one hand, I totally agree with you. And I was a big trade Isaiah guy. I've been a trade Isaiah guy since like two seasons ago. When we got him, I was like, oh, that's a nice trade chip. Like, (laughs) good thing he's playing well. (laughs) But you and I were both on the the pro Marcus Smart anti Isaiah Thomas in terms of team building. Exactly. Yep. And I want to clarify that before I say what I say next. Like, I was always, and I completely agree with trading Isaiah. I think. Isaiah piece is like the least valuable piece in that whole trade besides yeah. Zizek, of course. Sorry. Right. right. But um, like <laughs> I'm way more worried about the Brooklyn pick and Jay Crowder's sweet contract than I am Isaiah yeah. on the one year deal. Yeah. But but I do want to say if I was Isaiah, I'd probably be saying the same exact shit. Really? <laughs> I would probably go to Danny Ainge's house and break his windows. <laughs> <laughs> like I and, totally and, and, get Isaiah's mindset right now. And yeah, I, get it. I think the Celtics were right to do what they did. I think I would pull that trigger all day. Yep. But if I was Isaiah, from like the mindset of a competitor, this is a guy who's like been slighted his entire career. Like this is just right. his personality. This is who he yeah. is. No, I agree. And, and, and I, that's and I, fuel yeah, for him. I get yeah. why he's like that. Like I actually respect that he's willing to say like I'm never going to talk to Danny Hinge again because <laughs> I feel like a lot of players feel that way. They just won't say it. Right. And Isaiah's just like, no, fuck him. Like <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. What you said is true. 
And and what the Celtics did is, I mean, okay, so you said that Isaiah has the right to feel that way and the Celtics have the right to trade him. Yep. Both things are true at the same time. Yeah, like, shocking, I know. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and this is, a, this is insane to me that people cannot grasp this concept, is that the Celtics did what was best for them, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas is mad about it, that's okay. And both are true at the exact same time. Like this is, Absolutely. And, and, and I, but my problem with Isaiah is that, is, is you know, picking and first of all he's still talking about it yeah you know yeah that's kind of weird yeah and (laughs) and, you know you're on a completely different team and all he wants to talk about is boston like i wonder if cleveland fans are getting sick of to be fair to be fair the boston stuff it's mostly danny angie's bad at he had some nice things to say about boston in a few uh, interviews yeah oh yeah Yeah. yeah. to be fair about that like yeah it's, it's very anti-ange very anti-ange the i hate danny ange shirt is gonna be his (laughs) next practice attire i think (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. No, his next uh, – you know how he used to write uh, get customized slides? Yeah. He's going to have I hate Danny Age all over them. <laughs> and a Brinks truck in the corner. <laughs> Brinks like, truck, yeah. He's um, going to drive yeah, but, a Brinks but, truck like through Danny Age's front door. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my thing is like he keeps coming back to that and keeps talking about it while he has a, a wealth of new topics to talk about with mm-hmm. the Cavs. And, and I know that this is not going to go away anytime soon, which is unfortunate. But at least, you know, we'll have actual basketball to back up things that, we, you know. Exactly. Uh, right now we're kind of dead. Like, we got nothing to talk about, dude. Yeah, like, especially since preseason is finishing up. But yeah, it, it's just frustrating to see how he keeps dumping on Ainge mm-hmm. when he basically dumped on his own brother, Avery Bradley. He did. Know. He did. Yeah. So. I mean. But yeah. and it's funny because nobody wants to point that hypocrisy out except for Colby. That was actually a really um, good observation, Michael. I didn't even think of that until yeah, I know, he said I didn't it. either until I saw it, and I was yeah. like, "Whoa, okay." Now I'm and and up, up until then, I was kind of like tolerating the Isaiah stuff and just trying to shut it out and whatnot. Mm. And, but that's what that's what like clicked something in my mind where it's like, "Okay, this needs to stop." Mm-hmm. And, and and that's not even to say like I really thoroughly enjoyed Lee Jenkins' piece yesterday, and I I enjoyed the perspectives that I got from Isaiah. But it's just that part of him that feels the need to keep talking about Danny Ainge is what really sets me off. But everything else was great, like I, and I really see, appreciate. It's I funny because I like he, that stuff about Isaiah. Okay, you yeah. can continue though. I'm going to speak about it after. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I I appreciate how he was like, you know, I forget Sacramento. I hate uh, Phoenix, but I love Boston. Like that's cool, and I appreciate that, cool. that. And I and I appreciate Isaiah, but I just feel like we just need to all move on and just talk about actual. Basketball. That's true. That no, definitely. Oh, like we do. Yeah, but I get. I don't know, dude. I kind of just love that. I love that stuff. I love that Isaiah is like <laughs> so upfront up. about it. It's just like fuck you, Danny Ainge. And I love Danny Ainge. I think Danny Ainge is like. Genius, genius, and I love yep. what he did. But Imagine I love that, that attitude by Isaiah. At the same time, yep, yeah, we did because yeah. he's just powerful. But yep. <laughs> I love that uh, Isaiah Thomas, like, is just out there, dude. He is who he is. That's who yep. he is. He's a fierce competitor. He loved Boston. He fully committed to Boston. You he don't, did. and like, yeah. obviously, you get it. But you don't live in Boston, dude. Like, seeing the ad campaigns everywhere in Boston, like, Isaiah really, really like being here. Obviously, he says it a lot, but like little things like that like huge marketing campaigns based on the T like everywhere all over the subway and the train stations everywhere. Like he really wanted to be like a David Ortiz, like a Tom Brady, like, you know, whoever he wanted to be that guy. And that was cool as shit. And like I said, I wanted to trade him from the beginning. That didn't sway me, but I think that's (laughs) cool. I think it was cool that he was willing to commit that hard. And honestly, right now, I kind of wonder if he would have taken less money. (laughs) Nah, I, if he was, yeah. if that was actually his intention, he wouldn't have been so out there with the brain truck stuff. But, but you know, honestly, I think it's cool that you think it's cool because I mean, and but at the same time, you while you realize and, and you love the things about Isaiah, you can you can be objective, which is what I appreciate because objectively, this is a great trade for both sides. Exactly. 
Well, that's so. just being an adult, you know, not yeah. just wrapped up in like. <laughs> hey, 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 don't don't say that for all the emotionally invested. I know people get me back, yeah, like uh, get lynched, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. But yeah, back to your question about Kyrie. Um, I I genuinely do think he's an MVP candidate, but but that's because the the biggest holes that we've talked about for Kyrie have not been apparent in the preseason, and, and maybe that's just because he's locked in, trying to make a good impression, and blah blah blah, you know. But, yeah, this defense, man. Where, where is this defense like, coming from? Why is he diving for loose balls? What is going yeah, on? <laughs> his first game, he's on the floor. That like Marcus Smart, like yeah, I don't uh, know. But but you saw that play right when Marcus like dove over him to get the loose ball. <laughs> yeah. Like Kyrie dove and Marcus yeah, like got jealous so and like dove over him to get the loose ball. Like I, I no one out hustles me. What's up? I swooned. You swooned. <laughs> so much hustle. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie has been playing like a suspicious amount of defense in the. Post uh, the preseason, and it's funny because that's one of those things that were like preseason. Obviously, you have to take it with a grain of salt, but like right. effort in preseason, that's like that's notable. That's right. <laughs> dude, it, tra- it translates. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, effort in preseason is gonna mean effort in the regular. Like that's one of those things. It's not like you're just like scoring against like scrubs. You know that right. might not translate. It's not but, like summer league. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But effort in summer league is one of those things I look for too. Yeah. Like effort in anything, you so, want effort in anything. Effort in practice, effort, you know, wherever. Right, and 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 that's kind of the, one of the things that like I think Kyrie is showing Celtics fans the things that made him like I loved. It. I you know we talked about this in the last pod, but I I've always loved Kyrie. Like I told you, he was my second. He was my favorite non-Boston player besides How? Like Rondo. Huh? How? He's he was so, so fun to watch, bro. But <laughs> yeah. let me explain. Let me explain. Chucker. Because you're seeing now the things that I noticed watching him in Cleveland is. Like, the, like, first of all, he's, like, the nicest guy on the court out of any team. Like, you notice anytime somebody falls over and he's in close proximity, if he's if you're on the other team, Kyrie's helping you out. Like, kinda, yeah, that's fair. He does. He has done that. That's fair. I've yeah. seen that before, too. And he does, like, little things here and there that, you know, you don't really attribute to Kyrie, but he does, like, the effort winning plays. Like, um, it, like there were a couple plays. Like, yesterday, when he broke the, the alley-oop for, for Dwight Howard, which is probably one of my favorite plays of the preseason. That was hilarious. That was cool. <laughs> that was real. That was a real cool time. I actually laughed. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I and actually laughed. It's funny I like, I didn't, whoa, thing. I laughed. I straight up laughed. I was like, what are you doing, Kyrie? <laughs> Don't get <laughs> hurt. I, I, like, tracked his, his thinking process throughout the entire throughout the entire play, and then when he actually broke it up, I was like, wow, that's kind of impressive. He actually did mm-hmm. it. But those are the kind of things that I've noticed, and, and there were a couple of instances, like, not just one, but a couple of instances just in last night's game when he was, like, battling for offensive rebounds and tapping the ball up and, you know, that is the play alive. That is very interesting to me because he has been weirdly active on the glass. Like, yeah. like Five just, rebounds last night? Oh, yeah. Six. Five yeah. Six? yeah. He's just more present. You know what I mean? It's weird to see yeah. him fly in like that. But well, one, he's more present to you. Yeah, but I've that's fair. That, you know? Well, you know, I got the green team glasses on, so <laughs> everything he does now. Green but, teamer. yeah, I do want to say one thing, though, because I'm not going to let you off the hook for that because you say, like, the winning plays thing. Like, why has he been so historically bad on defense then, like, his entire career? He's Would you say bad. that's a – yeah. He's still bad. Like, there were a lot of plays where he got picked and in a pick and roll, the guard – he would be, like, completely on the guard's back. Yeah. Or, or if, you know, guys would blow by him. But So you just think he's like – but here's the thing. He kind of turns it on the playoffs where yeah. he's a pretty decent guard defender. Not like John – By not the numbers, really... I think. But yeah. in terms of, like, what he looks like playing defense, I don't see a big difference. Okay. But I, don't I know. find it hard to reconcile that with your winning plays, then, Mister Mister Doxy. No, no, no. Well, mind you, winning <laughs> plays doesn't just mean like slapping the floor and pulling your shorts up and getting into the defensive stance. Like what? He... That's that, that's that's the 
That's all it is. That's all it That's takes. That's not what it is. That's all it takes. Winning plays means like setting. Okay, so like setting picks. The last play, that, like uh, who 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 screened for Avery Bradley in that game winner, game three against Cleveland, like Al Horford or was it? Yeah, no. it was Al, right? That's a good question. Now I wish I had my laptop open. Um, uh, yeah, it had to have been Al. But yeah. Al screened for him. Why do I feel like it was Jonas? Was it Jonas? Oh, no, Jonas screened. The, he he did the down screen that yeah. confused. But but okay. Al Horford screened um, Tristan Thompson, who was trying yep. to recover. But that screen is a winning play. Because yeah. if, if well, Al Horford does that all the time, yeah. Yeah, but that's my point. I get like, your point. Just, yeah. It's not just defense. You know that's I mean? fair. Yeah. So it's, like you know, because if, if if Tristan Thompson fights over that screen, it's it's a block or it's a it's a more contested. Like Avery Brother was wide open. He was gonna. I think he was gonna be open no matter what. Tristan Thompson's not getting over there, dude. But it was a good screen. Well, yeah, like, don't but, get me wrong; yeah, exactly. it made it way more open. Like that was yeah. obviously a huge factor. But exactly. so you know, if Avery like, can't he, beat Tristan Thompson like to a spot, <laughs> we're in big. Tr- Avery, the Detroit's in big trouble if Avery yeah. Bradley's having trouble getting outside shots against Tristan Thompson. Very true. <laughs> but I mean, like th- things like that. The, yeah. Like those are the kind of winning plays that I see Kyrie doing. But okay, I mean, that's fair. And and. and but I can see there is a tangible in the playoffs, like last five, like last two minutes of the game, where he actually does like, you know, pull up his shorts, slap the floor, and kind of defense. <laughs> Which is, if you play basketball, you know what I'm talking. about. I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. Yep. Uh, first of all, I'm thinking of two examples, and they both involve LeBron, which is really funny. But I'm thinking LeBron on Marcus Smart on that same play we were just talking about. Right. He like pulled up his pants and like got ready to defend <laughs> Marcus Smart on the perimeter. Because <laughs> yep. we all thought he was taking the three because he had been like super red hot all high. game. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't, which was bizarre and awesome. And Brad that's Stevens like that that's very Brad Stevens. And also I think of Jalen clapping his hand his hands together when he was defending LeBron. Who Jalen Brown? Yeah, do you remember that? They did that, he did that early on. He did like the hand clap. He did like the rubs his hands together. <laughs> and like looked at LeBron, and LeBron just like stared at him. This like, is a very Shea okay. Serrano kind of conversation. <laughs> this is, yeah, he'd be very happy with the. Oh, just because yeah. you read the book today. I will. How's no, the book? I mean, I've, he's, How's the he's book? He is my awesome. Yeah, he's 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 good. He's definitely my favorite. He's awesome. Writer. He's a ton yeah. of fun. And if you're listening, you should definitely buy uh, basketball and other things by Shea Serrano. Yeah, I only want to do it so he'll uh, pay attention to me on Twitter. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy like eight he, copies. He DM'd me once, so did it. Nah, on up he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's definitely a cool guy. Yeah, but Kyrie, I think, I think he's he's gonna be up there in the MVP voting. He's he's all over the place. He's not ball hogging. But I think what's cool is that when the play breaks down, he can ISO and still score. Yep. So, and and I saw that a couple of times against Charlotte when we moved the ball around for like twenty seconds, five seconds, the ball ends up with Kyrie on the wing, crossover, step back, easy jumper, and that's so cool to have that. You know, it's this year is gonna be such a real cool time. Like, <laughs> real cool. All, all caps. No, really. This is the beginning of the real cool time Celtics. Okay, is that is that the meme? We're no longer yeah, punk punk rock yeah. dead. We now we talked about this. Real, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We have a we have Ryan's blessing. I'm not over, I'm not I'm not entirely over punk rock Celtics being dead. I'm not. It's over. I have it's to. I, it is over. But I'm not. I think the bench is very punk rock. I think or like if we if we keep Marcus Morris on the bench, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay, cool. But so Kyrie in the preseason both saw the same thing. Absolutely, like amazing, stunning. <laughs> I, like I know it's preseason. I know people get all mad, but if people are allowed to like get all excited about Embiid, we're allowed to get excited about Kyrie in the preseason. I'm I think, a, I, I think is, that's fair. Anything, anything Embiid is, is is allowed because he's only played 31 games. That's, we don't have a big him, sample size. Him him beating chairs in an empty workout. That's that's exciting. <laughs> Sixers Twitter's, Twitter's goes off. Sixers Twitter's goes off. Did a did a, a feature on that where they like did a, a mockumentary or something like that. 
based uh, on his yeah, workout yeah, videos. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Sixers Twitter eats that stuff up. And then they find a way to insult Danny Ainge somehow. Like it has not Embiid does like nothing to do with Danny Ainge. Like he couldn't have drafted him and then still <laughs> it somehow turns into oh Danny Ainge like didn't do this, didn't do that. He would have so, never drafted Embiid. Well, no duh. Yeah. We picked six. Yeah, we picked six, yeah. So <laughs> we it's I think the Celtics wanted him, right, too. That was a rumor at the draft time. Everybody wanted him. Yeah, but, yeah, but except for did, the except for the Bucks and the Cavs. Yeah. I mean he didn't go first, so I don't think it's fair to say like like that was a consensus. Like like I think the Celtics tried to trade up, didn't they? I seem to yeah, remember that rumor from the time. Yeah. Like, they really wanted Embiid. I, At least that was, was the really, rumor, so who knows? the top three. Everybody wanted either Wiggins, Parker, or, or yeah. Embiid. So. Smart. Yeah. Everyone wanted Smart. <laughs> <laughs> the year before, everyone wanted Smart. He cost himself yeah. a lot then, of money. Yep. He cost himself a lot of money. Well, and not just not just in terms of where he's picked, but, like, his whole career, he's lost a lot of money because of that. Yeah, he has. Because he's going to get paid, like, a six-man this offseason. So. Yep. Yeah, if he just got drafted some, like, really crap, Maybe. I mean, who knows what Brad has like done with him? I imagine if if he got picked by Orlando instead of Oladipo. Ooh. Okay. That's Think pretty fun. It. Like yeah. he would be, he would get, he'd be getting Oladipo money right now. <laughs> That's true. He'd be in. Which is absurd money. Yeah, he'd be in the, with the Pacers. Yeah. Oh. And tanking would kill him. Yeah. Well, that's then again. Like, <laughs> He's too old he, to tank now. <laughs> he had that rookie would he, year. Would he have even been? Like bad enough to send to the the Thunder for that trade. Yeah, because actually maybe not. Here's the thing with Marcus Smart. I feel like he would have been better on a really crappy team. Like like I put better in quotations. He wouldn't have been as well rounded. He wouldn't have developed the three point shot. If he has actually, to be fair, let me let me uh, (laughs) let me put some qualifiers on that. Like if he's actually decent from three now, I think there's no chance in hell he would have got that three point shot elsewhere because he clearly needed a ton of like reps and like volume because he couldn't really shoot it in college and he didn't really want to shoot it in college. And now in the NBA shoots like five threes a night because Brad Stevens, because, (laughs) because he was mostly off ball the first year of his development. Yep. First two years. actually. Yeah. First two or three years. Cause fucking Evan Turner vultured his minutes. I love Evan Turner, but that actually like, I just want Marcus Smart at point guard. I just want him at point guard. Like he's a point guard and we'll talk about this, this a little bit in a few, but, but I think we both just want him at point guard. Like that's his position. I oh, thought I, I thought he was a two guard out of college, but after watching him play, that dude's a point guard. Point guard. He's, he's well, a point well, guard. He, technically, he was a two guard in college, but in the NBA, he has to be. A, he has to be. A yeah, guard. the vision surprised me. I wasn't ready for the vision. The vision surprised <laughs> me. He, he's pretty good vision. He's he's the second best passer on the team right now. And the first is Al Horford. Yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> We've had this. <laughs> we have had this I, I, this. I knew that was a trap, and I knew what that I was, was. Getting into, but... yeah. That wasn't a trap. That was like an alley oop, dude. Because we both yeah, agree true. that it's Al Horford is the best yeah, passer on the team. It could have been a trap if I answered wrong, but yeah, it would have been. We would have got sidetracked, and we would have had like because this whole big thing. Like Kyrie after four games or three games. I would have shut off the podcast, and I would never yeah, invite fine. you back. Yeah, <laughs> sounds but, right. Okay, so Kyrie looked great. Uh, Gordon Hayward does not look that great, but not worried because that's like he's just trying to figure out like what they want him to do. I'm not yeah, super worried just about that. Shots. Yeah, exactly. He's just yeah. on a cold. Like he's getting yeah. the shots that we want. Yeah, and he's just he's, he's like having layups rim out. So. Exactly. Not, yeah, it's not I'm a big not deal. Concerned at all. He shot like forty percent from three last year. He's not gonna be. <laughs> he's not gonna all of a sudden suck. <laughs> yeah, he's like eighty from the line his entire career, and then forty from three last year. He's not. He's yeah. gonna hit shots. He's fine. Yeah. Um. So let's go overall Celtics preseason. How have you felt overall with the preseason? Uh, one seed conference finals, maybe NBA finals. Based on the preseason. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was what I Are we going to play Charlotte and Philly every night? 
No, because that would what be I thought exciting. Before. That's yeah. what I thought before. Okay. And preseason just re- yeah. reiterated that just because for a number of reasons. A, I'm, we're getting surprising contributions from places that I didn't expect. And like B, who? We're, um, Tatum. Not to interrupt you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Tatum and uh, uh, Smart, mm-hmm. who I is, is much better than even I could imagine, which... Skinny you know, Smart, I, Skinny Smart. Diet Cobra. Hey, listen, I'm plugging this right Diet now. Diet Cobra, calling, that's pretty funny. We're calling him Diet Cobra this season. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, hey, I'm going to give credit, though. That was on uh, Reddit. I forgot the username, but I found that on Reddit. That's a good one. Great, great username. Okay. Or a great nickname. That's a good one. What was the B? Do you remember? We sat you after. You had surprising contributions. And then... Oh, uh, so Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Terry Rozier is, is surprising me because he can actually finish at the rim now. Yeah, it's a miracle. Um, and and uh, even though... Okay, so I want you to tell me how you pronounce um, the Dancing Bears' last name before I try it. Yeah, Buscelli? See, I want I can't do his first name, dude. I can't do his fucking first name. Is it just Gershon? Yeah. Okay. I've just been calling him Yabu. So. It's Yabusele, right? Yeah. Well, I've heard also Yabusele. Yep. So I don't know. Yeah, what? Yabusele? It's like saying it, but like. Who the fuck said Yabusele? The guy on the ESPN. Broadcast last night. I had it on mute because I was like, I was like doing stuff. I like watched it, but well, if JBG's, if, if Jeff Van Gundy's commentating, then I have to listen. But yeah, that's true. Um, I I really. I hey, Jeff, sure. doing the preseason? Yeah, he did. Dude, let that man that. live. Like, let that dude go chase Rihanna. Like, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I, I vividly remember that night. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, good. I was, yeah, wasn't so, sure if you remember that. But, but. anyway, Yabu. See, I can't, I can't, I can't say it without thinking. Yabusele. He's French. Yeah, yeah, Yabusele. Yeah. No, what was the other thing? He was butchering of his Yo, beautiful. Yabusele. <laughs> no, 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 Yabusele. Oh, yeah, no, and, that, and that's what I originally thought it was like Yabusele, but. It might be that, but we're calling him Yabusele. So. That we're gonna. Well, really. That's what Tommy can, might call him, right? I haven't. Heard, that's the thing. I, I was trying to think about if I heard them say his name, but I don't remember. But he, even though he had a rough game last night, I think he's been he's been good. Obviously, Daniel Tice. I didn't expect him to give us anything. And yeah, that kid's. He's quite, he's a kid, like he's not like twenty seven. Yeah, kid. He looks like a kid. Yeah. Doesn't he look young? He looks pretty young. Uh, not not to me, but. I don't know. Uh, all, all white people, they all look the same teeth. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> I think it works. Uh, no. <laughs> but but Baines has, and I I was already huge on Baines, and I knew that he was going to be extremely important to us this season. But he he surprised me big time. I'm really glad you jumper. brought that up because I totally forgot he's been absolutely like like he's been really good in that role. Like he's yep. perfect next to Al Horford. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And and you could see in the difference between how he guarded Dwight Howard versus how Al Horford guarded him last night. Yep. So, so Baines is going to be insanely important to the team, and he cannot get injured like no. for real. No, we're fucked. We're so fucked. We have like no front court depth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Al, we're fucked because he's just like. He's just great. Yeah, he's overall. just a great player. Like, <laughs> but um, um, yeah, we'll be in big trouble if uh, Baines gets hurt. Like, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much across the board, everybody just is exceeding expectation. Like, yep. Except for Gordon Hayward, but we already talked about. That. Yeah, not, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> Jalen Brown is. I don't know. I feel like he's giving me the exact exactly what I expected. So, I don't know. really, he surprised me with his defensive ability. Um, yeah, he still definitely makes too many mistakes that people don't call him on. Besides Marcus Smart, yeah, <laughs> who and, uh, <laughs> he still gets lost off ball. Yeah, but, he does. Which Marcus Smart obviously is not happy with. But. He gets really, really mad, dude. Like, yeah. like unreasonably mad. Like I love it, <laughs> but like he's like, like he like screams in Jalen's face. Back I'm like, cut. Oh my god! He's yeah. Ten laps around the gym right now. Yep. He's like coaching uh, the team now. He's gonna have a clipboard. 
Marcus, where'd you get that clipboard? You got that fucking. <laughs> he's gonna pull it out of the jersey. Yeah, he's gonna have like a stopwatch and a clipboard. Like he's gonna, <laughs> or he got like a pen and paper. He's taking notes during the game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but everybody pretty much is giving exactly what I expected. So. Yep. Tatum's shooting a ton of threes, which I love. Like. Yep. More than I would have thought. Not like guard number of threes, but she's shooting a pretty good amount. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it feels like he's shooting a lot. Yeah. Um, I also um, like that he could punish hard closeouts. Like he just like he can attack the rim like when they close out on him, which is something the Celtics haven't really had a ton of. Yep. Like um, off the top of my Jaylen, head. Jalen does it a lot. I think he's good at, at driving after hard. Yeah, but he has to get to the rim. Like he can't like J- Jalen can uh, – Jason can do the – like just to step in and then shoot the mid range and have a yeah. pretty good look at it. Like I feel like Jalen doesn't have a ton in his mid range game. No, not at all. No, he has, he has a good post fadeaway though. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> he does. Yeah, mid post fadeaway. He does, but uh, like Jason can do the very classic like step up and then just up be automatic. Yeah, which or isn't. He's got his long strides, so he gets to the basket in like two steps. Yeah, either way, he's just a scorer. Line. That kid's just a scorer. Like he's yeah, gonna he's be a. Yeah, he's gonna be all all distance score. He's gonna shoot from three. He's gonna shoot mid range. He's gonna score at the rim. He's gonna do whatever you want. And I, his uh, and his um, defense has been really surprising. Yeah, it has. I think he's been a pretty good defender. Like he uses yeah. his body well. Um, slides well. Yeah, slides well. And you consider he's nineteen. Like that's a prime uh, qualifier on that one. Yeah. For a nineteen year old, he he's been playing very good defense. Yep. Um, which is gonna be huge. And hopefully he can put on some weight if he wants to play the four. Like, that's going to be the big thing for him. Like, not a ton of weight. Like, not in the modern NBA. Like, he'll be protected because there's not, like, a bunch of big bruising front court guys anymore. But he needs to just, I think, I'd like to see him be, like, a full-time four by, like, 22, maybe 21, 22. So, like, Tobias Harris, you would say? Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. Like, sort of that story, yeah. What about you? you, Where do you want him at in the NBA? Do you want him at the three or you want him at the four? Four. Just because... I want him, Jalen Brown, and Gordon Hayward to coexist for as long as possible. That's true. So, but then again, I feel like Gordon Hayward is strong enough after yeah. spending a whole summer in the Ojale factory. <laughs> hey, that kid's been good. Ojale, huh? Ojale. I, I just butchered that word too. Yeah. See, look, the ESPN broadcast messed with me after yep. a whole summer of like learning pronunciations. I the semicolon. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tom. Yo, Tommy, Tommy. That game, that entire game, was just throwing out these one line. Dude, he was <laughs> on fire that game. That was the, <laughs> the game shower game. comment. The shower <laughs> comment. <laughs> Peak Tommy Heinsohn. The best part about the shower comment was uh, the fact that Mike giggled, like after, <laughs> like he like waited like ten seconds and he like did like a soft. He was trying laugh. to keep it together. Yeah, because he like realized it. And he was like, "That was a really t- uh, Tommy was on fire. He had the whole summer off and he just sat around thinking of outrageous things he could say in the preseason." <laughs> and he had to completely redo all of his material once the Kyrie Irving trade happened. Oh, he's like, probably he, sure. he yeah. had to scrap approximately one thousand six hundred twenty-five little, guy, little guys. Yeah, little guys. Yeah, he's just like I'm picturing <laughs> like going down the he's going down the checklist just one by one. <laughs> nope, nope, can't do that, little guy. Oh, the cobra. Oh, semicolon. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Gordon Hayward spent the whole summer in the Ojale factory. Yep. Um, and, and he's got really strong combat muscles now. Yeah, so. he has like cannonball arms. Like I don't know yeah, where, which, <laughs> where this come from, and, Hayward. Yeah, it was weird. Like I don't remember him being that buff last season, but whatever. Yeah. Um, well, he's been slowly getting more really... buff his entire career. He's like a transformer dude. He's just getting also bigger true. and bigger. Like he, like yeah. out of college, he's a skinny. Like he wasn't ugly, but he was just like. He was pretty ugly. He was like normal looking, weird gamer dude. Like he was like. So ugly. 
Oh man. No, you're right. You're right. He did. He was. He was pretty ugly. No, he wasn't that ugly because he was still dating Robin. So, he's been dating Robin a long time, right? Or married, I guess. Yeah. His wife. No idea. You don't know. Honestly, I I don't really keep up. You're not what? No, I I follow him on Instagram, but like I don't I don't like track her marriage. I do. I gotta find out if she's single, dude. Like, <laughs> just kidding. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. She's very, she's very pretty. She's very cute, yeah. But yeah. they have a good marriage. Now we just yeah. made it. We just <laughs> we sold it. Never going to Miami. Yeah, never go to Miami. Yeah. They're not gonna raise kids in Miami, dude. No, of course not. They, get, they, don't, they don't have like PAX East. Like they don't have any video game stuff down there. Like, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about the beach. No, he can't go to the beach. You know how much sunblock a guy like Gordon Hayward needs. San Diego needs? for the, the entire offseason. He doesn't need to be at the beach all the yeah. time. Yeah. He doesn't even go outside in San Diego, dude. Look, look at that guy. How much sunblock do you think he needs? That guy, like, <laughs> that guy is like super white. He's like extra white. <laughs> yeah, on a scale from one to white, he's like a, he's like a white. He's like a Kelly Olenek. <laughs> he's like a Kelly Olenek. Dude. Yeah, which who's also in Miami right now, which makes no sense, but you know. Good for him. Make your money, yeah. man. Make your money. Oh, yeah. I'll never cheer against Kelly Olenek, the sniper, the the, the John Wall Slayer. I never liked him, but I'm really happy for him. Yeah, the John Wall Slayer, dude. He defeated <laughs> Gang Sign Wall. <laughs> You gotta be a legend to do that, man. The only way you can defeat you can't defeat Gang Sai Wall by being like more You have to be like the opposite of him. You can't like out gang sign him. You have to like <laughs> Yeah, Terry out- Rozier's in for a No, Terry Rozier would get swallowed by John Wall. Yep. <laughs> he can't out gang But hey, listen, him. you know what can be gang sign John Wall? What? Untucked Kyrie Irving. Maybe. Untucked Jersey untucked Kyrie. Untucked Jersey Kyrie, the untucked is, meter. Yeah. The only thing better than untucked Jersey Kyrie Irving is Oh god! Shooting on say. the mouth guard, Steph Curry. Okay, that's fine. I thought you were gonna yeah. say Hoodie Mello. No, <laughs> I was gonna like, say Hoodie, hoodie Mello still doesn't Kyrie. play defense. Olympic Mello still doesn't play defense, and no one realizes <laughs> that. It just doesn't yeah, matter. No, but untucked jersey, Kyrie locks locks down your your opposing point guard. So Unless, I just want to throw maybe. that out there. No, keep watching. Keep watching this season. You'll see it. He's not gonna. Yeah. He's not gonna shut down a guy like John Wall, Kyrie. Yeah, but he'll outscore him. So who cares? He didn't. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. But he's not gonna shut him down. Like, he I is guess. a decent defender when he really, like... He's actually yeah, a good defender. When the, when the jersey defender. is untucked, the defense yeah. comes out. Oh, I was talking about uh, Curry. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about, talking about Kyrie. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Kyrie... We got Steph all mixed. Too many memes player. going on. Yeah. <laughs> we got lost in the memes. We need, like, a PowerPoint display to fucking get through all these memes. <laughs> like a billboard. Like a Prezi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We were talking about Tatum, weren't we? Somewhere like that. We were talking about the preseason in general. We're just yeah. talking about general so, feels. Yeah, every, everybody's pleasantly surprised me, so I have no complaints whatsoever. We went undefeated, didn't really have any trouble in any of the games. Yeah, they lost like um, two quarters in the entire... <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's a feat in itself, you know? Yeah, especially since game... I know it was Philly, but like the game where we didn't play any of the... Well, any of like the starters, and it was yeah. just like Marcus Smart, yeah, T-Row. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... That's Marcus cool Smart is not losing anything. If he, can't, if he can avoid it, he's going to yeah. try to win everything. I liked all the takes of, and I agree with these takes. The uh, like, if the Celtics yeah, were like just blatantly tanking, and it was like Marcus, Tiro, Jalen, Jason, uh, like Baines, whatever, just for veteran presence, like that would yeah. be a fun team to watch. Oh, like, yeah. That oh, would be a fun tanking team. That, that's a fun 41-41 seven seed team. That team is not winning forty-one games. Come on, man! Unless Marcus that Smart, Marcus Smart will yell at teams. Oh, okay. Oh, we're memeing. Okay, yes. Then, <laughs> then forty-five okay. wins. I think. <laughs> We're memeing into 41 wins. Ah, we're memeing to – okay, at least. On, Marcus man. Smart alone is good for a that many wins. A team with Evan Turner as his best player was in a decent position to make the playoffs before Isaiah Thomas came in. That's true. So – Brad Stevens is pretty powerful. 
Yeah. I'm not sure how he does it, but it's it's something else. The Celtics have immediately gelled on offense. They're generating yeah. so many open. I was looks literally just like, about to say that. Yeah. It's like two yeah. days in. <laughs> Kyrie's it's, diving it's some loose balls. Like, what's going on? I actually um I actually wrote about this uh, mm-hmm. for Celtics blog. It's something that I noticed is that some of their best plays were not sets. They were just literally free free freelance offense kind of plays that came together and looked beautiful. Yep. Like they're passing the ball around like naturally. They yep. want to pass the ball to each other and move the ball around. And I think that a team that employs Kyrie Irving and adopting that mentality is absurd. Like, even employing Gordon Hayward, like, he's not known as a guy who's, like, super unselfish. You know what I mean? But he, they're all five of them. I'm not saying that like, Gordon Hayward is selfish, but I'm saying he's not known as a – Like, an like extra. Okay, guy. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, he, he is unselfish, but he's not known as, like – I get what you're saying. Yeah, you seem like your reputation-wise. So, yeah, he's I mean, not like, like Al Horford. Guys, like – they're firing off like 10 to 15 passes every possession, which is like absurd to me. So, and and again, most of these plays are like in transition or, or just, you know, Kyrie Irving uh, pick and roll. That's how it starts. And then it ends up with like a, I don't know, like a quick cut to the basket from Al Horford in the post. And it's just, you brought up the player I wanted to talk about. Al Horford. Yeah. He's just been, he's so good in this. Like, I know. And he's barely perfect for him. And and when he does score, like it it doesn't even feel like he's scoring. Like last night he scored 15 points. I didn't even realize. Like, no, you don't even, it's just so efficient. It's just so yeah. like it comes to him. Like he doesn't yeah. force it. It just has to come to him, which in it's, an offense with that much ball movement, it's going to come to him. Yeah. And he's not even he, like he's not looking for it and doesn't feel like it, he's scoring. Like last year, you could tell that they were trying to force feed Al Horford in the post because they needed somebody else besides Isaiah to score. And that's mm-hmm. not what Al Horford's for. Like that's not no. his thing. But now he's getting like he's like receiving the ninth pass in a possession and then he's wide open. Yep. Like his his three point shooting this season is gonna like it's gonna jump way way up because we're not gonna be begging him to shoot them anymore. Yep, I agree. So. He's he, <laughs> Al Horford. What a wonderful what a human being. I can't believe Twitter hates him so much. We what a wonderful talk about person. Jess Al Horford and his family for for an entire hour one day. <laughs> we should we should do that if the season should, starts you know, off boring. We should pod about like the, Al Horford the, pod. Like the the I don't know how to describe this, but like the side aspects of the Celtics, like their families and. And, like, you just said you're not interested in that. You just literally just no, no, said no, no, no. like ten I minutes said I'm ago. I'm not interested in his marriage. Like I'm oh, not okay. interested in knowing how, uh, like, when his anniversary is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I am, but you just like we should talk about all the unsavory pictures that Marcus Smart likes at three in at three in the morning on Instagram. I love that. Him and T Rose. T Rose a big one for that too. Terry no? Rozier. Terry Rozier. I don't follow him on Instagram. So oh, I wouldn't know. dude, if you think Marcus Smart does that. Not even close. <laughs> well, I'm not, I can't even. Imagine. Not even close. And the funniest thing is, like, T. Rowe, like, favorite girl's picture. You know, I open it up. It'll be, like, some random girl from Maine that, like, he knew from, like, the Red Claws. Like, <laughs> some, like, well, random white girl from Maine. Like, like Marcus not, doesn't even follow half the girls that he likes on Instagram. Like, he just, I don't know how he finds them. Like, I guess he doesn't want his name, his name attached to them. Doxy. Doxy. Like shooters shoot. Yeah. Shooters like, shoot. shoot. He is a shooter. He shoots. That man. He lets it fly. He lets it fly, dude. He's out there, and he's not the handsomest dude. I love my. I, I love my son, but he's not he's the handsomest. He's swinging for the fences. Yeah, he is built. Yeah, he, though. He's six four, so he's got that going for him. But oh yeah, he's he can pull. Yeah, he's six four and jacked. He's an NBA player, dude. He pulls. Yeah, he, and now he's slim too. So slim boy. He's tight. Fuck, that's a good one, dude. Isn't it? <laughs> Bro, I'm just saying it just to say it. Like, I'll be walking down. Like, I'll be walking around on campus, and I'll just be like, Dad Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> you are <laughs> Tommy Heinsohn, little guy. Tommy Heinsohn oh, says yeah. little guy in his sleep. He, like, rolls <laughs> over. He's like, little guy, little guy, No, little he says it in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> he has, like, the like uh, like a sing song. Like, you know, like, just like like when he's alone, he's like, 
little guy, little guy, little guy. <laughs> just like rhyming. Just like rhyming and, and, and singing little guy at the, at the office. Yeah, to yeah production the meetings. They're just like huh? doing production meetings and he's just in the back of the room like <laughs> humming little guy. Hey, apparently he's a good artist. I don't know if you saw Tommy like, Heinsohn? Yeah, there's a Reddit post that he, he like paints or whatever. He has the patience to paint? Is that like something that like centers him? Like one of those like hobbies for people? I guess. He's be. a pretty like energetic, like not, you know. He's a pretty like interesting guy. And yeah, it, it cool kind of bothers me that everybody hates him. Like like even some Celtics yeah. fans don't like his commentary. I love Tommy. I, I love, love Tommy, Tommy and, and, and Mike Gorman. They're like the perfect balance. They are perfect, dude. They are the Celtics to me. My entire yeah. life, dude. They freaking – they've been commentating on the Celtics together since my parents graduated high school. And I'm like not super <laughs> young. I'm 25. Like I'm not like a little kid. Like that's Isn't how that long – yeah, they've been yeah. doing it since like 81, 82, something like that. And it's, I think I think the best way like for a casual fan to, to learn about basketball is to listen to Mike Gorman's play-by-play. Oh, Mike Gorman is absolutely sensational. Yeah. The fact if you that want to know what's happening yeah. and you want to learn the game, you're gonna, yeah. you are gonna you listen to Mike Gorman. And I love Tommy, but the fact that Mike gets like lumped in as like blatant like Homer who's like over the top. Like Mike gets like lumped in with Tommy and I hate that because I was like – He's the best play by – in my opinion. I've, and I've, I've had league pass for like the last five years. Mm-hmm. I've listened to all kinds of broadcasts. Mike Gorman is the best play-by-play guy in the, in the NBA. Yep. Mike Gorman is absolutely magnificent. He is there, – I watch his Olympics. Better. You ever huh? seen him uh, do the Olympics? Mike Gorman? I think so. He did it yeah. this uh, – he's done it the last like two or three and he's amazing. Like I literally watch like Spain versus Croatia for like no reason <laughs> just to hear Mike Gorman <laughs> be amazing. Yep, he's no, he's great, and I, I like, um, and and you know, I obviously I like Tommy, and they're but Tommy's there are better amazing. analysts out there in the NBA, but definitely by play by play, it's Mike Gorman. Yeah, time. Mike Gorman's the best play by play. I don't even think that's like super controversial. I think if you like pull, well, it is against non or for non Celtics fans. Yeah, but I meant like actual people in the industry. Like I think if you pulled him, like Mike Gorman would be like top five. He's yeah. amazing. He could do like the NBA finals, if like yeah. you know, you know, he had the I energy. Wish, yeah, if he was if he was hired by ESPN, I would, yeah, I would love to hear him do NBA finals. Yeah, Tommy used to do like. National broadcast. <laughs> yeah, back in the eighties, nineties. Wow. Can't imagine that. Tommy's awesome when he calms down. I mean he's awesome in general, but like in terms of like actually analyzing the game, he's really good when he calms down. How much you want to bet he drinks an entire bottle of wine before every game? Wine or like a whiskey? Like I can see him being like a whiskey. <laughs> yeah, <guy>. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't know if Tommy does, but Scal hundred percent does. Scal is like <laughs> buzzed all segment? the time. That segment when he's just staring at the camera after the first preseason game. Yo, that first game had everything. We yeah. won. We was a blowout. Tommy mm-hmm. Heinsohn had some – he had some gold. Yeah. And, he... and, and the scowl bit that happened, that was so funny. What a night. That was special. That was certainly that was... a way to kick off the season. Absolutely. It was a real cool time, you might say. Yeah. Is this, like, this going to be in your bio or something? Is this, are you I, well, selling you know, T-shirts with real cool idea. time like on? Thank you for the idea. It's oh. gonna be a real cool time, and it's gonna be Jalen Brown with a, a Photoshop erotic Jalen Brown. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have a pipe out of his mouth, and it's gonna be a real cool, real cool time. So. He's been taking some very good pictures. He's been taking Absolutely. too many good pictures. I think. He's, he's and I'm gonna say that on purpose for us. Yeah, he I'm is. Of the opinion that he's doing this on purpose. He is. He is. He's yeah. playing up he to it. He knows what he's doing, and, and he's he's on Twitter enough to 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 the point where I I feel like he knows. Yeah, he definitely knows. He he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Clever boy, which is super cool. Yeah, he's not like Marcus Smart, the bounty hunter, like just taking like <laughs> random photos in like Texas. <laughs> he looks like a bounty hunter in that. He looks like he he's does. just gonna like come in there and like drag you out. Are you talking about the with the blue shirt? The blue shirt, yeah. Yeah, oh my god, that's he literally looks like a bounty hunter. hunter. I don't know how to handle that picture. Iconic. 
I see that every time I see that picture, I fucking laugh. Oh yeah, it's all right, hundred percent. Dude, you got like fifteen minutes left, so we're going. We gotta talk about where we get. Oh, the starting lineup. We finally get to the we get to the real meat of the conversation. So I want to lead off, and I want to say, has this preseason changed your mind at all about the Celtics? I mean, the audience doesn't know, but we know, and you can explain it. But has the Celtics preseason? How has it impacted your view of the starting lineup, and who is your starting lineup right now? Okay, so to answer the first question, it ha- the preseason. Uh, excuse me, the preseason has impacted my starting lineup views and thoughts. Also, Marcus Smart's comments, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, so right now, my starting lineup would be because we we know that Brad is gonna switch it up. So against yes. regular teams, I would say Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford. And then against the bigger teams, swap Tatum for, for Baines. Wow. Yep. So you're just all in on – it's funny because you caught me off foot because I expected to like argue with you about something else. And then, Mark Smart? Yeah, the Mark Smart. Then yeah. you, you put the Jason Tatum in there. You, you caught me off balance, dude. That yeah. was – so and, you and really I, think – As a like, matter of fact, I think he should play uh, starting the opening night. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. You think he should play the four against Cleveland on opening night? Easily. Baines doesn't fit against that team, especially with Love at the five. Okay. So you have Tatum guarding, not LeBron. I don't want to say that. You have no, Tatum no. guarding. Who's who's going to start? So it's going to be Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to get that out. Uh, so <laughs> Derrick Rose, <laughs> Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, <laughs> um, LeBron James, uh, Jay Crowder, and. Um, and Kevin Love, so you uh, have, yeah, you, you could, have. You could no, it. I mean, they said that. That's what they said, right? That's what they said. Okay. Yeah, that's they said that. that was oh no, game. I agree with you. I know Tristan's coming off the bench, which is the big yeah. one. So, and J.R. Smith, Smith yeah. yeah, who like Who's cares? Not happy. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> LeBron's gonna go to his house and just smack him and be like, "You will, whoever will start, will start." <laughs> no, he'll he'll come with a peace offering of Hennessy. That's true. Yeah, Hennessy and a bunch of like girls. Like, just gonna. Like... <laughs> and he he has a daughter now. I think he's he's calming down, but J.R. Smith. Yeah, you didn't hear about how his daughter was born premature during the playoffs? Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, so I think he's calmed down, but yeah. he's still very outspoken. But anyway, so so you have Kyrie cooking Derrick Rose. That's a given. That backcourt, that backcourt's horrible. I don't think like Cavaliers no, fans terrible. get how horrible that backcourt is. It's going to be t- – no, because everybody is – I would rather have Marcus Smart and Terry Rozier, and I'm not even kidding. I would rather yeah, have Marcus Smart and Terry yeah, Rozier than and fucking – that's not even being a green teamer. Like, no, that's – Marcus Smart and Terry Rozier are, are plus players. Yeah. They, they would cook. They would quick. They would cook. Dwayne Wade and Derrick Rose. Easily. That They're is a terrible backcourt. Yep. How the um, fuck are you going to start then, that? And then and it gets worse because Jose Calderon's coming off the bench. You know, I haven't. It's funny with like the football season starting and everything. I haven't actually like really looked at that. That's just. That's that's awful. horrible. Yeah. They do guys add back like tomorrow. About it, like and like they signed Calderon in July. Like yep. how can. What what possesses like you think he's like teams are lining up to sign Jose Calderon? <laughs> There's like, a big rush on him. <laughs> the, the supply is limited. At that's now. like a September Jose right before a training camp kind of yeah. signing, and they got him in July. So I don't know yeah. what they was all hyped about. They should just got um, Shane Larkin, the fools. Yeah, honestly, he would have been better for them, but whatever. Yeah. Um, even Kay Felder, who's already on the team, is better than Jose Calderon. Yeah, yeah, that's. So, so yeah, there's that. So you have Jalen Brown, who who's gonna lock up Dwayne Wade, or you can put him on LeBron if you want, and you can have Gordon Hayward kind of roam. Yeah, I think you kind of. I th- I, w- I like that better. I think. Yeah, I'm not worried so about then, Dwayne Wade at all. If Dwayne Wade has the ball, the Celtics are happy. Yep, 
And then if just yeah, like the I'll bowl series, just like the bulls, they did the same thing in the bowl series. <laughs> That's how we won. And he had that one game of like 28 points or something. And people were like flipped yeah, out. Yeah. I was like, the Celtics yeah. were absolutely thrilled. They have him yeah. shooting that much. <laughs> and they lost that game where you, where you scored that. Yeah. It, it, we, we handily won that game. That was like not a problem. That yeah. was, we were thrilled that he was doing that. We didn't yeah. put like Avery on him. We didn't put like, uh, no, Marcus on. we didn't time. try to stop him. We didn't care. Yeah. Cause go ahead. Not worth it. Yeah. But yeah. So, so you have, and, and you have Tatum's uh, guarding Crowder who's extremely one-dimensional on offense, so you basically just have to cut off the driving lane okay. and, and close out. And Jason Tatum is already good at closing out because he's super long and yeah. lanky. So, and then you have Al Horford, who I, somehow Kevin Love always punks Al Horford. So that's He really does. We're, <laughs> we're, we're probably going to lose that matchup, but we're already winning the other. I mean, we're winning. I think less so. Now that Tristan's not starting, that helps the Celtics a lot. Yeah, because it's really Tristan Thompson who's punking Al Horford. But, yeah, they I both kind of Ke- punk him, but like it's yeah, a combination that makes Love, it even worse. Kevin Love will shoot all over, over Al Horford and, and somehow make all of them. So yeah, I don't he, know how he, that works. Or he shoots like crazy threes against Al Horford. I don't get it. Like Al Horford's yeah. like on top of him. Like yep. as close as you can get without following and not following. And like I wonder Kevin if Al Love just drains like, it. thinks about that at night. <laughs> just like wakes up like, out of bed. <laughs> I can own 29 other – or 28 other power forwards in this league, but Kevin Love. God guy, damn that. <laughs> that really is like his biggest struggle. Like yeah. <laughs> he's way worse. Cleveland in general, yeah. Yeah, Cleveland in general just has his number. Yeah. Um. Not as bad as people think. I think he's still pretty valuable. Just it's just it's not good. Yeah, it's oh, it's definitely overstated. Like he was still the best Celtic in the series, besides like Marcus Smart. Yeah, and Jalen Brown. The first two games was pretty good. Yeah, which was crazy. So, but so yeah, that's my thing. But then Baines against the good. bigger teams. But yeah, Tatum. Tatum's my guy. Tatum. Star- okay. 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 Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I can accept that strictly because Marcus Morris hasn't been with the team. I think Marcus Morris lost his lost his spot. If he had been there from the beginning of training camp, I'm not even like yeah. debating this. But because he's he's just not. I think I think once you lose that spot, especially considering Morris is like good, but he's not like fantastic. Yeah, I I think he's lost it permanently. You know what? I I I'm kind of coming around on this. I'm kind of coming around on this for opening night. I will say that for opening night, yeah. I think that particular matchup, having Tatum out there, you're not super punished, and you kind of want. Uh, Baines coming off the bench in that matchup, like against right. like yeah, against Tristan Thompson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Hey, right, fuck it. You convinced me. That's a good yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. I'm gonna brush that off my shoulders. Man. Yeah, dude. Nice job. I was all yeah. coming in here to coming in like ready to like destroy you on the Marcus Smart starting thing. Hey, he said he wants to come off the bench. He wants. Oh, to don't say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but no, okay. Did. I will say that Jalen Brown looks good out there. But I mean, if if you really, if we're being honest, Smart looks fantastic with Kyrie Irving out there, and Kyrie yeah, versus vice versa. So yep. that didn't change my mind in that sense. I'm changing my mind because Marcus Smart told me to, and if Marcus Smart tells me to do something, I'm doing it. I'm angry at your cop out. You're lucky we don't have more time. <laughs> I'm angry at your cop out. <laughs> it's not even being. I mean. You were I mean, all okay, over the well, place in my with defense, this. You were... <laughs> everybody looks good with, with Kyrie Irving. Out Everyone looks so pretty good I, with that's... Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So yeah. that's your starting. Yeah, I would... and I don't I don't and Jalen Brown has shown me enough where mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's the same player that he was in yeah. mid February last year. So And we definitely cool. still agree about the closing lineup of like Marcus Smart in there. Yeah, so, so it's gonna be Kyrie, yeah. Marcus, um, probably Jalen Brown, then Gordon Hayward at the four, and then Al Horford. You think Jalen Brown's gonna be in the closing lineup? Yeah. Okay. I don't. 
Uh, I mean, if Marcus Dep- Morris, if he's playing really yeah. good, like I don't know. It depends on it depends on a lot, but I feel like exactly uh, definitely by midseason, Jalen Brown's gonna be in that closing lineup. Yeah, but you think he's like the flex spot, like I do. Like you think that could be anyone? When right now we're just gonna slide it. Well, not anyone, but the the closing lineup is gonna have our four best players. Yeah, and then exactly and then whoever is playing best, I guess playing best matchup dependent. Okay. Yeah. So it's gonna be yeah, Marcus, Kyrie, um, Hayward. Hayward, and Horford, Horford are the four guaranteed. End of game. Yep. Okay, cool. We agree. <clears throat> interesting yeah. about the uh, – so the bench is going to look very interesting then. If you yeah, had, well, if, and this is good for the bench too because Marcus has a guaranteed guy who can score. Yeah. Marcus Morris. I, that's so weird that we have two Marcuses now. Yeah, but, I don't like um, it. I don't like it Yeah, at all. I hate it actually. I, I really I, don't like I it. I say Marcus – or I read things like saying Marcus and I'm just talking about Morris. And, yeah. and plus the headband, is it's got to go. But, oh, God. That was – It's it's atrocious. What was that? Right, is this the Boston Celtic tradition? This horrible headband, you disgrace. Red is rolling over in his grave with that headband. <laughs> well, okay, Rondo looked good with a headband, but no, headbands are fine. The way yeah. he that headband—that's like a double headband. That's <laughs> two headbands in one. I, you can't wear that headband, dude. You gotta. No. Brad Stevens has to step in. We have to have a team meeting. He needs an intervention. And it, just like Marcus, come over here, take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing today, Marcus? We gotta. <laughs> oh, wait, I think you got something on your head right there. Let me get it for you. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the two marks. Uh, what do you think about um? What do you so. think about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum wearing headbands together during warmups? Yes, that was adorable. Yes, absolutely my, here for my it. Two sons, absolutely here for it. I think that's yeah. awesome. And, I love that you, they're embracing heard, uh, the memes. You heard what Tatum said about it, right? No, I did not. He's and, like, I only wore a headband because I didn't want Jalen to be alone. My heart melted. That is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Honestly, I'm gonna go so Twitter my, search that. Two, and I'm gonna re- I'm gonna retweet that like 80 times. Our two sons <laughs> are getting along, and it's the cutest thing ever. Yep. It's funny because there was originally some kind of like, is there an overlap? Yeah, it wasn't like no. a big theme, but like people did mention it. Like, are yeah, they going to get along? Yeah, exactly. I agree. And also just, you know, they get along. They're both unselfish. They both just want to go out there and do well. And, and win. And I like how like Marcus is pretty close in age with them, but he refuses to be like in that group. He is everyone's he like, coach. He knows it looks stupid and he's still trying to shoot a shot at, at Instagram models. Yeah. He can't be ruined. Dude, T-Row's way worse. You don't realize how bad T-Row, well, how good T-Row is on Instagram. <laughs> you're going to follow him tonight and just like wake up at like 3 a.m. and scroll down your Instagram. I don't have to wake up. I'm going to just go, I'm going to wake up at like 7 and then go back. That's true. Yeah. Well, I follow a bunch of people on Instagram, so I got to do that. Right. I got to track down what are you doing? But uh, yeah, random girls from Maine, random like girls with like ten thousand followers that like aren't that cute, and it's so just, like Instagram models. Yeah, but like not even that. It's just weird. Like they look like normal girls. I'm like, how did you get all these followers? What? <laughs> They're not even modeling. T row, how'd you find this person? Is that like a yeah. like a dating app for like rich guys? It's like <laughs> like I mean, a Bumble rich. We're not gonna know until we're rich. So that's true. Time to monetize. Time to tell C shirts with really cool, <laughs> really cool Celtics. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's my that's my that's my starting lineup and okay. my rotation, I guess. I'm not 100. I think opening night, Jason Tatum's a good start. I think he's gonna be really nervous though. I think against Milwaukee, they should start Baines. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they're gigantic and tree like. They need the rim protected and. Yeah. Yep. But we're actually so that, way better be against Milwaukee now because we're way bigger. Yeah. Like we're actually a big starting team now, which is weird to strong. think about. We are quite strong. We have been strong combat, though. Combat muscles. Isaiah was pretty strong. He had like the fire hydrant way. Like the like the little guy. Yeah, way. no, no, he's a strong guy. He's just yeah. not long. No, but um, yeah, we're like a long starting lineup now. It's very interesting to see. Like, yeah. I feel like we might be decent rebounding. Oh well, here's my thing. Like, people are automatically writing us off on the boards. Like, 
were last year's team, but we are only bringing four guys back. So we actually have no idea how they're going to look at the boards. Yep. And they've been rebounding really well. Like they have. I, so I don't get that argument, but well, know. people just look at like the front court when they think about rebounding. Yeah. And you know, Baines is not a complete like monster on the glass. Horford casuals. Horford is not yeah. a rebounder <laughs> in any sense of the word. He, he runs away from rebounds. Yeah. He's not a big rebounder. <laughs> He's not a fan of extra possessions. He <laughs> he believes in efficient single possessions. Yep. And that's it. That's really it. And he believes in completely shutting down the other team on defense. You know? Yes. And and that's all he thinks about. He focuses yep. on that. Passing and um getting yeah, passing and getting back on defense. Yeah. Rebounding is overrated. I agree, Al Hofer. Fundamental that's like fifties fundamentals, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, no rebounding. Yeah, just like keep running. Like the whole game why, everyone's running. Why do you think Will Chamberlain was so dominant? Yeah, no one else is going for the re- – no Russell Westbrook just coming out of nowhere and stealing rebounds <laughs> from bigs. My board, my board. Uh, Terry Rose here, big fan of that. Big fan yeah. of the Rondo rebound, as I call yeah, them. And, and Marcus Smart always gives you good four or five rebounds a game at least. Yep, but he boxes out. Yep, oh, he's, he's, he's our best rebounder. He is our, no he's our best he's, rebounder. He has the best technique. Baines might be better than him now. Yeah, well, because Baines is just a, a mammoth. He's all of Australia. As we found out. <laughs> That's a great stopping point yeah. right there. That is a perfect stopping point. I actually <laughs> intended that as a stopping point, so I'm glad you nice. picked up on that. All yeah. right, man. Give us a rundown of where they can find you. You have four minutes before your precious CW. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen. Everybody tune in to Season 6 of Arrow. No, which... don't. I don't endorse this. <laughs> I don't care what you endorse, man. I'm a guest on your pod. I get to say whatever I want. I'm going to edit this after the fact. Oh, man. And I'm going to edit my voice and scream it at you. But no, continue. Where can they find your <laughs> basketball <laughs> stuff? Like your terrible shows. <laughs> well, you can watch. You can catch me talking about the CW on my personal. Uh, no, I'm just fine. So you can catch me doing general NBA stuff, mostly editing now. But I, I, I will write once in a while on the Hoops Inquirer. And you can, uh, which is hoopsinquirer.com. I'm not going to spell Inquirer for you because I already tried that in the previous pod and it didn't work out that well. Um, but you can also catch me doing a lot of Celtic stuff and I'm, I'm writing there, uh, more frequently on, um, Celticsblog.com. I'm sure most of you know what that is. So I've joined on there. Um, <clears throat> actually, uh, the last piece that I wrote, which was a, a look at the, the team's offense after the first preseason game made the best of SB nations, uh, post NBA post of the week. So kind of proud of that. Um, but yeah, Celticsblog.com. That's where you can find me with my Celtic stuff. You can follow me on Twitter. Paradoxy11, that's P-A-R-A-D-O-X-Y-1-1. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. You're great as always. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, that's all I got for you tonight. Thanks for listening. Uh, Make sure you follow Doxy on Twitter. Make sure you read his articles. Make sure you um, interact with him and stuff. He's a great person to follow on Twitter. He's great to read his articles. He's really informative. He really thinks. Um, He's definitely one of probably the best Celtics minds you can possibly find on Twitter. And I don't think that's an exaggeration at all. He does great work. But, yeah, this was Revenge of the Park, eh? Thanks for listening, guys.